0: Welcome to the Truth Hurts Program. I'm your host, Steve Z. This program is protected free speech under the First Amendment to the U.S. Constitution. We apologize in advance if you are offended, but we retract nothing. Please enjoy the program. Hello, everybody. It is Tuesday, the ninth day of February, 2021. This is the Truth Hurts program with Steve Z. I've gotten some good positive feedback on the Truth Hurts program from some of my listeners. Some of them say they don't have an hour to devote to the program, and because of their podcasting platform or their social media setup, if they stop the program and try to restart it later, they have to basically start from the beginning and then kind of fast forward. So I'm going to try something new. I'm going to try to limit the length of the time of these programs to 30 minutes instead of an hour. And then I can do two programs for the price of one, which is free. Anyway, it will be easier for those of you who are listening to the 30 minute short lunch version of the Truth Hurts program And then you could listen to the second 30-minute short afternoon or what have you program. Either way, we're going to give it a shot. I'd like to hear your feedback. So let's get started on the new 30-minute shortened format of the Truth Hurts program. Steve needy and the Truth Hurts program. From the stupidity and frivolous lawsuits file, a woman who is now claiming she is stuck with the same hairdo is suing the company that made Gorilla Glue because this dumbass 40-year-old woman used Gorilla Glue on her hair. She ended up in the ER where doctors had to burn her scalp with acetone in a failed bid to remove the glue. And now she wants to sue the makers of Gorilla Glue. And this woman is not from Florida. She's from Violet, Louisiana, just south of New Orleans. Now if you're familiar with New Orleans geography, I'm going to take a quick aside here. You have New Orleans, and then just south of New Orleans, you have St. Bernard Parish, which has the town of Chalmette. If you're from Chalmette, you're considered a Chalmation. And just south of Chalmette is the town of Violet, and if you're from Violet, you are indeed a violation. Okay. What? No. Okay. Anyway. Toseka Brown, age 40, from Violet, Louisiana, stunned social media users last week when she opened up about her beauty conundrum in a viral TikTok video. She explained that she had run out of her got-to-be glued spray, and so she sprayed Gorilla Glue on her hair instead, and she hasn't been able to move it for over a month. Sources told TMZ that she spent 22 grueling hours in the emergency room where they, the emergency room personnel, tried to use acetone to remove the glue, but the acetone only burned her scalp. It was reported that she has hired an attorney and is looking into her legal options because she thinks the Gorilla Glue products label is misleading. Gorilla Glue issued a statement about this unique situation on Social Media Monday, saying the label states clearly, do not get in eyes, on skin, or on clothing. Apparently this moron from Violet, Louisiana, a violation in her own right, is suing because it didn't say do not use on hair. Well, you can use Gorilla Glue on hair, just not on the scalp. If you were going to, let's say, glue on your aluminum foil hat to the ends of your hair, Gorilla Glue might work. If you were going to glue on hair extensions to the end tips of your hair, Gorilla Glue might work. But when you spray it all over your scalp, there might be something wrong here with this story. The story reads, a woman who set her hair with Gorilla Glue after running out of hairspray has reportedly hired a lawyer to sue the company after a lengthy trip to the ER to remove the product, and it became unsuccessful. Taseka Brown, 40, of Violet, Louisiana, spent 22 hours in the ER where baffled healthcare workers used acetone on her head, but it didn't work. It just burned her scalp. Sources told media outlets that the acetone burned her scalp and made the glue sticky and then it dried up again, leaving her with the same immovable hair she started out with. They have a photograph of the AA 13% hyphenated American minority woman face down in the emergency room. Tessica, who has been stuck with the same hairdo for a month, was reportedly advised to keep trying the acetone at home. On Sunday, she shared a photo of her sterile water and nail polish remover wipes. This is really about to be a long process, she wrote. Gorilla Glue suggested she try using rubbing alcohol to remove the glue. And Toseka previously posted footage of her friend attempting an at-home solution to no avail. According to TMZ, Paseka has hired an attorney and is looking into her legal option against Gorilla Glue because she thinks the spray adhesive label is misleading. The front of the Gorilla Glue adhesive spray bottle says it bonds fabric, paper, wood, metal, and more. While the label states it's an eye and skin irritant, it doesn't specifically mention hair. A frivolous lawsuit at best. Here's an actual message on social media from Gorilla Glue. We are very sorry to hear about the unfortunate incident that Miss Brown experienced using our spray adhesive on her hair. We are glad to see in her recent video that Miss Brown has received medical treatment from her local medical facility and we wish her the best. We are aware of the situation and we are very sorry to hear about the unfortunate incident that Miss Brown experienced using our spray adhesive on her hair. This is a unique situation because this product is not indicated for use in or on hair, as it is considered permanent. Our spray adhesive states in the warning label, quote, Do not swallow, do not get in eyes, on skin, or on clothing, dot, 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 unquote. It is used for craft, home, auto, or office projects to mount things to surfaces such as paper, cardboard, wood, laminate, and fabric. We are glad to see in her recent video that Miss Brown has received medical treatment from her local medical facility. We wish her the best. Gorilla Glue released a statement on social media after it was reported that Taseka is suing the company. The publication explained even though Gorilla Glue states on the packaging that it is permanent, Taseka thought it was okay to use because the bottle said multi-use. The publication The Daily Mail published this. There's a picture of Miss Taseka on social media, on TikTok. The caption under it says, Say what? Taseka, who is known as at I-M underscore D underscore O-L-L-A-D-Y on TikTok, stunned social media users when she revealed her stupid action of setting her hair with Gorilla Glue spray, and now it won't move. She explained in her viral video on TikTok that she ran out of her got to Be" glue spray and she used Gorilla Glue instead. She explained that she used to wear her hair in braids before she switched up her look. She opened up about her beauty conundrum saying, Hey y'all, for those of you that know me know my hair has been like this for about a month now. It's not by charge. No, it's not by charge. She says this at the start of the clip. Her long locks are parted to the side and slicked back into a long braid. Not one hair is out of place, duh. But she explained that there's a reason for that. When I do my hair, I like to finish it off with a little got to be glued spray, you know, just to keep it in place. Well, I didn't have any more got to be glued spray, so I use this Gorilla Glue spray. Bad, bad, bad idea. That could be Gorilla Glue's out in the lawsuit. You realize it was a bad, bad, bad idea, right? She then patted her hair to show how the glue spray has turned her hair into a stiff, immovable helmet. The comedy video, which is, I guess, not really a comedy to her, continues with her saying, y'all look, it don't move. You hear what I am telling you? It don't move. I washed my hair like 15 times and it don't move. My hair stuck this way says she washed her hair 15 times. But it still be stuck. Nothing happens, she says in a follow-up video showing her lathering her hair with shampoo and how it doesn't remove the glue. Well, what do you think? Permanent glue won't be removed with shampoo? Oh, were you dumb enough to think it would? She ends her video with some words of advice. If you ever ever run out of got to be glue spray don't ever use this unless you want your hair to be like that forever look you wipe it off and nothing happens like this is the life i'm living at this point gorilla glue actually commented on the video advising she spray a mix of alcohol and water on her hair to try and remove it gorilla glue noted her hair could be damaged explaining it's going to take some time to come off since it's now set for over a month And here's the really stupid part, this clown, this moron, is going to sue Gorilla Glue and some slick, fast-talking lawyer is going to find a way to get Gorilla Glue to settle with her, probably for tens of thousands of dollars. But wait, there's more. Tasika has started a GoFundMe campaign to cover her medical bills. And that GoFundMe page has reportedly raised over $11,000 as of this morning. So stupid people are donating to a stupid person for doing a stupid thing to her stupid hair. You can't make this stuff up, people. She will actually end up being rewarded because of her stupidity. We'll be right back. Steve Z and the Truth Hurts Program. Switching gears for just a moment, President Joseph R. Biden, wait a minute, that just doesn't sound right. Sleepy, creepy, touchy-feely, mopey, dopey, little girl gropey Joe Biden. Ah, that's so much better. He signed an executive order that clearly referenced school sports and instructed federal agencies to reinterpret federal laws that currently prohibit sex discrimination, including Title IX. Reinterpret it so that it will now include gender identity so that women and girls are no longer protected in sports, locker rooms, or even women's shelters, according to a legal expert in an interview with the Western Journal. You might recall back on January 20th, Gropey Joe's executive order, quote, Preventing and combating discrimination on the basis of gender identity or sexual orientation, unquote. According to one legal expert's opinion, as well as a thorough analysis of the rationale behind it, is that it will create harm for the young women of our society. Christina Holcomb is the legal counsel for Alliance Defending Freedom. She says, President Biden's executive order clearly referenced school sports and instructed federal agencies to reinterpret federal laws that prohibit sex discrimination including Title IX, to include gender identity so that women and girls are no longer protected in sports, in locker rooms, and in potentially even women's shelters. The order is sweeping. It goes far beyond the Supreme Court's ruling in the Bostock case, which was limited to federal employment matters. This is not equality. This is not progress. The order tells women and girls that they don't matter. Americans deserve better than this new administration's swift and ill-considered effort to wipe out long-standing protections for women and girls.
1: Boys have a penis, girls have a vagina.
0: PolitiFact, conversely, authored a claim by Monique Curette, claiming the order doesn't actually allow males to compete in girls' sports because it fails to directly and explicitly mandate immediate changes specifically concerning athletics. They're splitting hairs. So the argument stating that Joe Biden has allowed males to compete in girls' sports, well, they aren't based around any specific mandates, but rather a logical extrapolation of how the order's guidance will be implemented, guidance which federal agencies, including the U.S. Department of Education, will now be required to follow. Since the order bans discrimination on the basis of gender, it can be reasonably determined that will lead to the inclusion of so-called transgender women onto the sports teams of their choosing, including 250-pound, 6'5", former boy linebackers who now claim they want to have a peckersectomy in some point in their future and become a girl. But they want to compete now.
1: Boys have a penis. Girls have a vagina.
0: In reality, if we are supposed to identify a so-called transgender woman as a female,
1: Man, I feel like a woman.
0: That means that any male who is a failure at being a male and decides he would rather feel like a woman that day, that week, that month, or that year, They can simply put on a skirt and say, I feel like a woman today, so I'm gonna go compete with the girls, at least I'll be able to win. I'll be able to beat someone, because I was such a loser as being a male.
1: Man, I feel like a woman. It's
0: by no means a far stretch. Consider the following. The order itself asserts that children should be able to learn without worrying about whether they will be denied access to a restroom, a locker room, or school sports. That's written in the order.
1: penis, girls have a
0: vagina. They will have access to a restroom, etc. Just of the gender that they actually are. You know, male or female, not what you want to be. Organizations like PolitiFact, you know those fact checking phony fake effers, they like to parse words and mince words and they like to twist words around. They're claiming that the order doesn't explicitly mandate inclusion of males into girls' sports or locker rooms, but the fact is, it doesn't keep it from happening either, and it actually encourages it. The end result will be the same, and that was the goal from the outset, which the order itself clearly states. I am going to spell this out to you as clearly as I possibly can. There are only two genders. Period.
1: Boys have a penis, girls have a vagina. Say hey, what? Boys have a penis, girls have a vagina.
0: As long as a male has a penis and has not changed his DNA, his chromosomal makeup, he, even if he tallywacks his tallywacker off, is still a male. Period. Boys have
1: a penis.
0: Just because a woman puts on a jockstrap, it does not mean she has changed her chromosomal makeup, her DNA. She is still a female. Girls
1: have a vagina.
0: Many people across the political spectrum have voiced concerns over this order and the subsequent inclusion of biological men into women's sports. Concerns are mostly due to the biological advantages that males have over women when it comes to athletic competition in general. These advantages, of course, include increased muscle mass in terms of absolute quantity and in percentage of total body mass. Males are biologically denser with stronger bones, stronger ligaments, stronger tendons, increased cardiovascular reserves due to larger hearts, and greater lung volume, as well as an average greater height by as much as six inches And that is not fair to real females who are trying to compete with these so-called transgender adolescents. On the other side of the coin, many supporters of the order argue that such biological advantages can be removed in transgender adolescents and teens through the use of the various hormone therapies that are designed to stunt sexual development. So now we're gonna chemically de-enhance males Come on, guys, you can't play God. God gave you a vagina or a penis in 99.99993% of human beings born on this planet. We're going to change the entire spectrum of sports, athletics, and hell, why not every other aspect of American life? To please the .00007% zero, 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 of the nation? Majority rule, we know, went out the window with the Democrats. Otherwise, they wouldn't be giving everything to the minorities. Now, Setting aside the moral and ethical implications that come with permanently altering a sexual development of a child younger than the age of consent, doing so does not even fully eradicate those biological advantages that... Males have over females as far as athletics, strength, stamina, agility, etc. According to a study from the British Medical Journal, analyzing the advantages of men who identify as women in elite women's sports, hormone therapy will not eliminate all of the performance advantages of a prior male physiology. Concerns over the gropey Joe Biden policy are not only over the unfairness for the female athlete, but for the overall well-being of the transgender participants. This is not a Bible prophecy, end-of-the-world, Sodom and Gomorrah-type thing, but, folks, this is a Bible-type, Sodom and Gomorrah, end-of-the-world-type thing. If you do read the Bible, you have seen all of this not only happened before but warned about it will happen again and that's about all i have to say on that subject other than
1: boys have a penis girls have a vagina
0: steve z and the truth hurts program awards we did an entire program on the emmys the oscars the tonys all of the different award shows Of people giving themselves, basically, awards within their own group. Just for once, I'd like to see the awards show for the best EMT rescue on a snowy hillside. Or the best fireman rescue out of a three-story burning building. Or the best avalanche rescue by a non-dog search and rescue team. So sick of best actor acting like an actor in an acting role as an actor or best costume worn by an actor acting like an actor acting in an acting role it's like a bunch of chefs getting together and having an award show for the best creole cream cheese cheesecake and only their little group of people get to participate only members of their little union their little guild By the way, I told you yesterday, Donald Trump has officially resigned from the Screen Actors Guild. And immediately after accepting his letter of resignation, the clowns, the leftists, the radical socialists in the Screen Actors Guild's upper hierarchy got together and voted. Now that he's out, we'll never let him back in. They actually banned him from ever being a member of the Screen Actors Guild. Why? Because he played a bad part in a bad movie? No, because he wore a bad costume in a bad movie. No, 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 because he said something racist. No, not even that. The Screen Actors Guild is now barring Donald Trump from ever re-entering. And by the way, he doesn't want to ever re-enter your stupid little union. They barred him from ever re-entering the Screen Actors Guild because supposedly he incited the insurrection at the Capitol building on January 6th. Now, here's my question. When Donald Trump is acquitted of this second sham impeachment, innocent, once you're declared innocent, you're innocent. That's the way the law of our land works. Will the Screen Actors Guild have to rescind their barring of Donald Trump from their union? Again, he doesn't ever want to join your stupid union. The man is a billionaire. He's 70-something years old. He does not need to be a member of the Screen Actors Guild or the Background Extras Union or whatever the other AFTRA stands for. It's not even worth my time researching it. But it makes some liberal, progressive, Democrat hierarchy at the Screen Actors Guild feel good about themselves. Remember, this was a union that once embraced. People clamored to be near. They loved them some Donald R. Trump. When he was on The Apprentice and Celebrity Apprentice and other movies, people couldn't wait to get around Donald Trump and get his autograph and have their picture taken with him. My question to those SAG-AFTRA union folks that have now barred Donald Trump from ever being able to re join the Screen Actors Guild. Are you going to tear up and destroy all of your pictures that you had taken with the Donald? Are you going to now just throw all that stuff away? Of course you're not. You're going to savor it. You're going to treasure it. You're going to keep it in your memory box because not only was he an actor, not only is he a billionaire, but he was your president of the United States of America for an entire full four-year term that pisses you off and that gets under your skin and in the background when all is said and done privately you're smiling because you had the opportunity to be pictured with what is probably going to turn out later in history as one of the greatest presidents in our nation's 240-year history. Oh, that just really ticked off some liberals. The good news is liberals do not listen to the Truth Hurts program. Of course, they could benefit from this program. They might learn something, something about the truth. And sometimes, the truth hurts. Steve Zee and the Truth Hurts program. The lights are down, the stadium is empty, and another National League of Football, Bowl of Superness, is over with. The Tampa Bay team, I've got to be very careful because I don't want to get sued by the league. The Tampa Bay team of football Buccaneers lead player, Tom Brady, the back of quarter, has been called a racist on social media because he dared to win the big game during Blafrican American History Month. You heard me correctly. I'm going to read an article out of PJ Media here in the News and Politics section written by Matt Margolis, and it says, Many watched Tom Brady lead the Tampa Bay Buccaneers' Super Bowl victory over the Kansas City Chiefs. The game marked the franchise's second Super Bowl victory, and Tom Brady's seventh. Brady's epic accomplishment has earned him the title the greatest quarterback of all time. But many on Twitter appeared to have been triggered by Tom Brady's victory. Brady is no stranger to criticism, of course. Last week, Nancy Armour attacked him in the USA Today for not only being white, but for his apparent support of Donald Trump. Now, Twitter users are calling his victory over Patrick Mahomes racist because it happened during Black History Month. Zito, at underscore Zietz, wrote... If Tom Brady beats Patrick Mahomes during Black History Month, then we have to double whatever we're demanding from reparations. Another Twatter user named Tyler Tynes wrote, There is no world in where I am rooting for Tom Brady to win a Super Bowl during Black History Month. At Jizzy Costello wrote, Tom Brady winning during Black History Month is so racist. Isaiah Jose Cruz wrote, I feel like it's racist that Tom Brady beat Patrick Mahomes during black history month and the tweets just kept coming someone wrote patrick mahomes is half black right and tom brady doing this to him on black history month this has got to be racist some way it has to be man now is it possible that some of these people were simply joking god i hope they were because how ridiculous the entire suggestion is were the buccaneers not entitled to play to win the super bowl because they have a white quarterback were there any black players at all on the Tampa Bay team? Did those black players on the Tampa Bay team in any way, shape, manner, fashion, or form contribute to the team's win? Or did super white supremacist Trump supporter racist bigoted Tom Brady run out there and beat the entire team of black African American 13% double A hyphenated American players on the Kansas City Chiefs team? Did he carry a whip? I didn't think so. Did Tom Brady have to allow himself to be outplayed by Patrick Mahomes because Tom Brady is white? Is the left, is the BM movement, is the race-baiting crowd so seriously obsessed with race that activists feel that white athletes have some sort of obligation to not do their best and possibly outshine a black opponent during Black History Month? Is Whitey supposed to simply get on his knees and cower to every black African american 13% double-a-hyphenated American just because it's February? Is this truly what America has become? God, I hope not. Steve Zee and the Truth Hurts Program. Hey, that's going to wrap up this 30 minutes Truth Hurts Program. I hope you like the shorter format. We'll keep it up for a little while and see how it works out. Go out there and make it a great day, everybody. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to The Truth Hurts with Steve Z. We look forward to our next visit. Opinions expressed here are protected free speech under the First Amendment to the U.S. Constitution. We apologize if you were offended, but we retract nothing. Background music credits to Jason Shaw and Audionautix. This program was produced at Studio 63, copyright 2021, all rights reserved. We'll see you next time.